Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Self-Care is Wellness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Holder. It is here that we demystify, redefine, and deconstruct self-care. Most importantly, my goal is to aid you in embracing self-care as wellness that begins and ends with you. Today's episode is titled, The Time Trap. In this episode, we will discuss ways to release the time trap through self-observation and routines. It's a great day to be well. When it comes to self-care, the biggest barrier seems to be time. There just doesn't seem to be enough time in the day to do the things we need most for ourselves. The challenge for this podcast episode is to have an honest conversation without any blame, shame, or guilt, just honesty and gentle motivation if needed. But before we begin, I would like us to do a simple relaxation exercise. Will you join me? For this exercise, we're going to start by simply breathing. Just allow your breath to be while I count slowly to five. One, two, three, four. Now, I would like you to breathe in slowly for three counts and out slowly for three counts. Let's do that for a few moments. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale one, two, three. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale one, two, three. Inhale, one, two, three. Exhale, one, two, three. Now, when you exhale, try imagining that you are exhaling stress, tension, strain, or pressure. Let it go. When you inhale, imagine you are inhaling peace, joy, rest or comfort. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale one, two, three. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale one, two, three. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale one, two, three. Take a moment 
to be grateful for your breath. Let's begin. Today we are talking about the time trap when it comes to self-care. Have you ever felt trapped by time? I can't tell you the numbers of time that I've thought. I just don't have time for that. I've also had the thought, it must be nice to fill in the blank with any wonderful self-care activity. My life isn't that easy. I'm busy with fill in the blank with all the things that I prioritize and I just can't. This thought was also paired with some level of jealousy of others who are able to do these things because in my heart of hearts I desire to be better and I saw the value in what individuals who seem to get these things done were able to do. For me, guilt can pop up really quickly when I start talking about how I spend my time and the ways I want to improve my self-care. I'm wondering if you have had a similar experience. There came a point that I wanted to do things differently. I wanted to improve and I wanted to be kind to myself. I wanted to improve and I wanted to be kind to myself. I just didn't want to look at the list of self-care skills that I was lacking and then add them to an already long list of activities and tasks that fill my life. It was in this place where I started to take the time to evaluate what I was doing. I figured that if I believe that I don't have time, I should have some hard proof to back it up. Friends, this is when I began keeping a time log. I found a free app that would allow me to keep track of every activity I did throughout the day and label it. This was eye-opening, not in an incredible way, but in a more subtle way. Looking at how I spend my time helped me confirm the things that are important to me visibly understand the ways I relax and wind down, and better understand that some things can't be rushed or shortened. Then, there were things I decided that I would be better off if I just cut down on the amount of time I spent on these activities. There were also things that I had a desire to increase. This was something that no one else could do for me. I say this because I've read a lot of time management books and habit training books over the years. They're full of great information and tools. Yet I found that using these authors' wisdom was much more difficult when I didn't fully understand myself. I needed more time for self-reflection. Keeping a time log is a form of self-reflection. 
The goal isn't just about shedding the bad. It is also about honoring what is working and learning how to continue to use it for my good. When I kept a time log, I found out that I had some patterns or routines that kept popping up. These weren't planned routines. These were just things I tended to do over and over again in a similar pattern. I bring this up to highlight that as human beings, we create routines and habits for ourselves. We do this whether we're aware of it or not, whether we plan to or not. There is value in taking this tendency and using it for our good. I find that the tone of my day is set by what occurs in the morning. This is a place where I've worked to establish a planned or obvious routine. I find that by having a morning routine, I can impact how I spend my time and access wellness for the rest of the day. I wonder if you've had a similar experience. I've heard some share that their nighttime routine sets the tone for the next day. Our routines are a form of self-care, and we're already doing them. This is a place where we may be able to make minor adjustments and reap benefits. These routines are also a place to insert or enhance self-care that already exists. One thing I did recently that really makes an impact is that I added drinking tea to my morning prayer, devotional, reading, or journaling time. It sounds really simple, and it also sounds like it might make little to no difference, but I promise you that it has changed everything. Taking the time to make the tea and drink it is a signal to me that I am valuable and important. I love the smell of the tea. I love the feel of the warm mug or cup between my hands. This small change, this small change results in a more calm morning. It results in me being present and focused during this routine time. I feel the impact trickling into how I interact with my family as we're getting out of the house for the day and eventually impacting my attitude and focus as I enter work. There is benefit to small changes. So, what can we do about the lack of time for self-care? Or our questions about, do I really have the time? I encourage you to better understand how you are using the time that's available to you. Set out to understand yourself from a place of curiosity with love and concern for yourself. You can do a search for a time log. There are many apps available. Keep the log in real time. The longer you wait to write or track an activity, the more there will be room for error. The more there will be room for error. Allow your curiosity to aid you in asking good questions of yourself. Why might this behavior be important? What benefit am I getting from this? What benefit is this serving for me and those in my life? Is this something I want more of? Is this something I want less of? Gently allow yourself to begin to release activities 
that are no longer of benefit. Another thing you can do is to begin to understand the role routines serve in your life. You have them, whether you acknowledge it or not. So look for those patterns. When you find a pattern that um, might be a place to start to add something or replace something or subtract something, look at it and see how you could make adjustments that might be good for yourself. Then look for places that you might want to enhance self-care that's already occurring. There might be an opportunity to improve on something that's already going well. Time is one of our most precious commodities. You are worthy of your time. I'll say it again. You are worthy of your time. I encourage you to continue your path towards discovering how to enhance your wellness by creating moments for self-care. Remember, self-care is all the things that allow you to achieve wellness and maintain it. Thank you for listening to the Self-Care as Wellness podcast with your host, Dr. Kelly Holder. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating or review. To catch all the latest from me, please visit my website, kellydholder.com. It's always a great day to be well. See you next time.